It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Well, overnight crowders, we are back visiting Zero Digital Media uh, expert, writer, contributor, Mitch Keating is joining us now on the Overnight Crowd to have a look first and foremost at the state of origin squads coming up across the rugby league. And I think we might also touch a little bit on this mid-season draft that, of course, has our attention in the AFL landscape. Mitch, thanks for being available again here on the Overnight Crowd. Hey, Jen. Absolute pleasure to be on. And uh, let's yeah, let's get bang into it. Uh, rugby league, the, the biggest, the pinnacle time of it for me is always state of origin. Both squads have been announced. Up to you, I'm happy to start either way. Where do you want to look at first? We'll start with the home team. Great to have, obviously, Origin back in New South Wales at ANZ Stadium after a difficult, obviously, last year with having to move into state. And um, this year, we'll also see it head over to Perth, which is really absolutely fantastic for WA locals like yourself. Mm-hmm. But um, game one next Wednesday at ANZ Stadium is going to be an absolute belter. And, and yes, obviously, focusing on the Blues on the home team, they've, um, they've been rocked by you know, plenty of injuries and setbacks, but they still probably head into the, the series opener with the stronger outfit. We know they've been quite dominant over the past probably 18 or so months and, and, and you know, regained the shield last year. It was fantastic for them. But their back line is, is probably going to be the main focus because we didn't know what we were going to expect from Brad Fittler's selection, losing you know, Tom Trebojevic, Latrell Mitchell, um, and some of that flexibility they have with their outside backs. So that was always going to be a big worry. And, and to uh, to many of the surprise, Katoni Staggs and Jack White, named as the centres, was probably the big one. Staggs gets his uh, origin debut, and Jack White in the centres again is a bit of a puzzling one with Stefan Crichton um, starting on the interchange. Thought that might have been the other way around, but Fitler uh, seems to be backing in the Raiders' star. So that'll be one to look out for. James Tedesco is so informed at the moment, absolute superstar for the Roosters, taking on the fullback duties. Funny enough to think that he could be, you know, a third-string fullback for, for New South Wales. Just that's just how strong um, <laughs> they are at the moment. And you mentioned Trevojevic, Latrell Mitchell, Ryan Papenhausen all out at the moment. So he'll step up in the number one. Daniel Tupou returning to the wings with Brian Toto. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. But I don't think you can get a better clicking halves pair than Penrith, uh, Jerome Luai, and, and Nathan Cleary. Those two are going to lead the charge as they always have across the last 12 months with both Penrith and the Blues. In the forward pack. Um, I guess you could say a number of stalwarts, a number of incumbents, Junior Paulo, Cameron Murray, Tarek Sims, Isaiah Yo, they've all been there before and they'll all be surrounding Damian Cook, who will actually be partnered as well on the other prop side with Payne Haas. So absolutely star-studded starting 13. It'll be interesting to see if players like Nico Hines will get a run. Joe Swali probably unlikely, but who knows by game two or game three with injuries and the season rolling on, um, we could see some makeshift changes for Brad Fittler, but there's, uh, there's plenty left to play out. There is a couple of players I want to focus on uh, quickly, if we can. Payne Haas obviously been having a, a rough uh, fortnight, should we say. Uh, do you think this is a great opportunity for him to get out of club land and just focus in on the Blues and put some of this contract talks and stuff out of the equation? Absolutely. I think there's, there's certainly two ways to go about it. Haas can, can certainly, yeah, like you said, move himself from kind of the Broncos camp, you know, focus on some origin football, play and representative football and, and, and kind of, you know, leave, I guess, the past week's um, news behind him. But at the same time, when you're in the origin camp, there's so much news and it's all focused on the team. So it'd be interesting to see just how he goes about it. Look, he's probably the best prop in the competition and at such a young age, he has every right to, to be kind of, you know, trying to figure out where his fruit is going to lie. But it has been probably a bit disappointing for how it's all been handled. You know, he's still contracted for two years and 
how do you you know actually request this release? Um, it's certainly going to be disappointing for Broncos fans if he leaves. But um, look, his, his focus at the moment's on Origin. He's going to be well placed to have a huge series if he plays out all three games. And who knows, Origin is the, the place to really drive up your asking price. And if that's what he's trying to do, then he's going to put it all out on, on the field. Yeah, that's a good angle actually to take. Now, Stags and um, Daniel Tupu, who you covered off um, as part of our exciting backline for the, the New South Wales Blues, question mark come game two in that they may actually play for Tonga. Well, yeah, that's that's always the funny thing with some of the eligibility across whether it's origin or international level. And like you mentioned, with um, a few international games coming up, they're among a handful of players that, that could be pulled into international duty. And, and obviously, I think playing on the international stage is going to potentially take over from, from just the state competitions as big as origin is. Um, to represent your nation is going to be huge. And Stags, Tupo, among a host of players across uh, both camps. Um, we know that Xavier Coates, the Papua New Guinea international, there's, there's plenty across across both camps that um, have already picked up tests or are still looking to pick up their first tests at international level, and they'll be too. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, they'll, they'll try and you know, put as much out as they can in game one and returning back to club um, club duties and then back on the international stage. So playing for you know three teams across a couple of months is uh, certainly a roller coaster, but... These are the players that deserve to be playing on the representative stage. And I suppose if we look at some players that missed out, none bigger than really Josh Adekar, the Fox, uh, previously a walk-up start. Do you think it's because of the shift from, from Melbourne, the form's just not there? Was Were you surprised by this omission or you thought that that's the way the form line's going? The wing position is, is one of the hardest sometimes in rugby league because you can be so isolated and, and that wasn't what... Uh, Adokar had to deal with during his time in the Storm Ball, constantly coming out to his side, and, and he was able to, you know, run up the numbers. And, and obviously, with where Canterbury's at at the moment, search of a new coach, place at the bottom of the ladder, it's, it's very hard, and you can be quite isolated when your team hasn't got the ball as often. So, very tough for him. And, and look, I think so. Even some of his stats line up, um, you know, certainly to be as competitive as an Origin player, other Origin players that have been selected. But uh, maybe it's just a message from Brad Fittler. Obviously, it's, it's a tough decision. Daniel Tupo and and Brian Toho, very hard to go past. And um, as far as that depth, yeah, it, it, it was, look, I think it was a, certainly a surprising call, raised eyebrows for many. But um, yeah, big message from Brad Fittler. And interesting to see what Adakar's able to do across the weeks where, where Origin's on and he's able to apply his trade with the Bulldogs. So certainly one to watch. And then if we look across to the rival camp, the Queenslanders, uh, coach Billy Slater, he's named four debutants uh, potentially to take part in game one. How are you finding the Maroon, Maroons are going to line up against the Blues. Yeah, it's certainly exciting. Billy Slater's first origin as senior coach, and what better way to do it than blood plenty of fresh talent. Selwyn Cobber's going to be a huge talking point, um, not already this season, given all the contract saga he's going through, but um, getting his origin debut out wide is going to be absolutely fantastic. And pairing up with Xavier Coates, as mentioned before, they're going to be so lethal. Obviously, Coates having to move over to the left wing side, it's going to be quite interesting to see how, how he goes, but Selwyn Cobble, I think we can pencil him in for, for a try across the series at some point um, as part of this back six. And then, um, you know, looking over across a few more, Rory Carter's another one. Jeremiah Nanai has been in fantastic form both for the, uh, for the Cowboys. So, um, yeah, there's been a, a big injection from, the, from North Queensland this year. And, um, you know, rightfully so, you see where they're placed in on the ladder at third overall. Um, they've been absolutely fantastic and, and have been a big reason why there's, there's a lot of belief in this uh, in this Queensland side, and albeit uh, one that will be unfavoured against the uh, the Blues. 
Ben Hunt, ben Hunt is a player that uh, he seems to be loved and then universally disliked another moment later. He's getting uh, another shot in the starting lineup. Um, you know, the form lines have been there. Do you think that with maturity, he's just able to handle these pressure moments better than, say, in the past? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the, the form alone, he's, look, he's leading the Daly M at this point of the yeah. season, so you can't, certainly can't rule out form um, from from his CV to start the st- for the start of this season, um, and I think absolutely right. Some seniority in this side is, is needed. You'll still link up with Cherry Evans and Munster, who also are probably just as just as well versed on the Origin level as anyone else in the squad. So it's really important, I think, that they have those three playmakers running through uh, the middle of the of the park. So that's going to be really key for them when they are surrounded by you know a fair few players who are, are quite new to the stage, have maybe only debuted either this season or the last two series. So um, yeah, he's going to be, um, you know, really certainly a test for him at, at the number nine and, and, and at dummy half with, with Harry Grant on the interchange. It'll be interesting to see how they kind of share that workload. And, you know, I think with Grant, a few things haven't stacked up for him so far in the last few weeks with the flu injury, and obviously Ben Hunt's form certainly giving him the, the leading spot. So I wouldn't be shocked by game two if Harry Grant is back in the number nine jumper for, for Queensland. But um, yeah, I think Ben Hunt is, is certainly a good call just to get the series open and going. Well, uh, it's always exciting. It's my favourite time of year to, to watch the State of Origin. I absolutely love it. And uh, some mates come around to my place here on the in Perth because I uh, you know, self-confessed home of rugby league um, and State of Origin amongst <laughs> our friends, amongst the big AFL crew. They get involved three games a year. Um, but uh, if we switch back around to AFL, mid-season draft, Wednesday night, primetime over in the East Coast, uh, what are you looking forward to most out of this mid-season draft? Oh, it's so exciting. It's, I think, you know, of course, what's now the third or fourth instalment of the mid-season draft and just certainly giving uh, players, you know, that, that opportunity to, to land an AF, AFL list spot. Um, you know, tomorrow night's going to be very special for a number of players, old and young, ex-AFL players, overlooked draftees, a whole range of, of players, an array of, of really strong talent that are going to get their chance um, in the top flight. 23 selections tomorrow night to take place. I think it's West Coast, North Melbourne, Essendon, Adelaide, Hawthorne, Collingwood, Carlton and Fremantle are the clubs to have two selections tomorrow night, and not every club may even um, land a selection. I think it's Melbourne, Brisbane, and the Bulldogs that don't have a pick, mm-hmm. um, but every club at least having one selection there. And West Coast will kick us off. It'll be really interesting to see what avenue they go down. Um, you know, I think the well, last month has been so much talent talked up, uh, but none I think they should be going past is Jai Cowie from the Dandenong Stingrays. Um, absolutely fantastic, tall, big-bodied um, midfielder can kick goals. It was absolutely fantastic for the young guns that really spruiked him into um, you know, conversations for the mid-season draft. Some strong form in the NAB League, but um, that performance for the young guns really put him on the map, I think. Um, and, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the Eagles go for him. If not, North Melbourne and Essendon are sure to be keen, and I think he'll be one we can probably pencil in for a top-three selection. Um, a few others, certainly to take note of, Max Ramsden, another NAB League player, uh, Ruckman for probably an array of clubs that are certainly going to be looking to add some height. Um, I think Josh Carmichael, uh, Jacob Bauer, there's plenty of names, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, it's going to be quite interesting to see how it all shapes up and then mm-hmm. who lands where. Um, and one I think I want, I want to look out for and I hope to see happen is Jai Menzi. He might be a little bolter out from South Adelaide. Um, you know, lively little small forward uh, from Tasmania and, 
And I'd like to think he gets picked up, but it's certainly going to be interesting to see if, if all 23 selections do take place tomorrow night. Yeah, to see who actually does use and who passes and those sorts of things. Well, Mitch, it's been great to speak with you once again. And, uh, you know, thanks for your time here on the Overnight Crowd. Hope you have a great week of sports watching and reporting. Thanks, Jen. You too. Mitch Keating from Zero Digital Media jumping on the Overnight Crowd with a great update across both the New South Wales and Queensland state of origin sides. Uh, I wonder how you think the series is going to go. I will confess New South Wales bias, so he's hoping for a 3 0 sweep. That'll make me feel more comfortable. But I love nothing more than when these games come down to the wire. Uh, let's talk about it all a little bit more. Mid season draft, state of origin, your winner and margin for the Frio versus Brisbane game. Wherever you want to go here overnight, crowders, get in touch. 1300 736 736 and the text line, which is always there, 0433 98 11 16. Let's talk soon. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.